This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Hello and welcome to Smart TV with me, Kellyanne Taylor, and of course, the wonderful Caroline Frost. Hello, Kellyanne. Lovely to be here. Now, this is a stronger week of TV. Obviously, last week, we were having to lead people by the hand through the waffle to get through to some gems. But I think there is a lot more on television this week. Kick us off with some dramas, Caroline. Right. So this was a mega hit straight out of lockdown. Do you remember Vigil Mm. two years ago? Yes. uh, Down on the submarine, Saran Jones investigating a murder. Um, This time, slightly bizarrely, it's still called Vigil for the second series, even though that was the name of the sub. I think they they just probably thought, you know what, everyone knows what that is and they liked it, so let's go again. But they are not going down into the water. They're going up into the skies. This is on a army sort of what would you call it compound and it's when a so a group of drones go horribly wrong on a test exercise resulting in the death of British personnel so it's the same team being called upon to investigate so we have Suran Jones leading the march aided and abetted by her partner in life crime and love now Rose Leslie and I guess uh, new faces include Dougray Scott Romola Gare but as as it was the first series, this is about coming in, infiltrating a steel wall of silence and um, possibly conspiracy. I think we're verging into sort of homeland territory. Now we're entering into army and arms deals and state secrets. But I think it's going to be a big old hit. And, uh, do you know, I was watching 
Dr. Foster again recently. Have you seen that? Do you remember that? Yeah. Goodness me, she's a good actress. Yeah, she she's really fantastic. is. She really is strong. So I expect this to be a massive hit as well. That's a vigil. Starts again on Sunday night, BBC One. I'll definitely be tuning in for that. I really enjoyed the first series, even though it gave me some severe anxiety. I mean, being that mm. um, kind of, it, you know, it has a real air of claustrophobia to it. So uh, I'm thinking, do the skies offer better chances of feeling less of that? I think perhaps not. Mm, I think it might bring its own challenges. Anyway, yes, let's report back. Let's make one of those one of our homework Yes, ones. I love a Caroline That's easy. homework. That's easy. <laughs> Good. Yes, right. Um, oh, I've got a follow-up drama. Oh, me with the drama this week. Because pretty much more of a public service announcement, The Crown is returning for part two of the sixth series. This is the final hurrah. We've dealt with the tragedy of the death of Princess Diana in 1997. They are going to go upbeat. This is all about young love. This is Catherine, as she insists on uh, being called in press releases, and William and them finding each other with lots of batted eyelashes across, what did they study? History of art books in the library at St Andrews. Both of them very well cast, really quite uncanny less convinced by the Harry, although he does play a rebellious spirit, the new actor. He wasn't even an actor this time a year ago, and now he's playing Harry in the biggest TV series in the world. So, um, yes, we've got the final, I think it's six episodes of The Crown coming our way from next Thursday on Netflix. Fabulous. I will Take us to the factual. Now, Christmas, I strongly believe, wouldn't be Christmas without Jamie Oliver's tips to make catering on the big day a little bit more stress-free. So this is Jamie's Christmas Shortcuts, Monday, Channel 4, 8pm. Dare I say it that the show is traditionally festive as mince pie, Brussels sprout? I mean, I tune in pretty much every year for some kind of similar rehashed format and every year I learn something new. So um, this time we're starting with the best way to roast your turkey. Uh, the one thing that has left me slightly agog is he says, uh, stresses the importance of resting a bird for an hour and a half. What? I mean, I'll be eating the walls by that point. <laughs> so I thought, okay, Jamie, I'll try my best. However, uh, we need to be realistic. Um, there's also, as always now, we've got some stuff for veggies and vegans. Um, there's a creamy leek-filled squash and... Uh, of course, for dessert, a perfect cheesecake. I'm not sure if that's that festive, but take of it what you will. Um, So (laughs) that is, um, as always, offering the goods to help you through Christmas Day cooking. That is Jamie's Christmas Shortcuts, Monday, Channel 4, 8pm. Well, you know, my takeaway from that is that the vegans and the veggies are going to be fine because they're going to be stuffed up to the cronies. And meanwhile, the others are going to be sitting around, as you say, chewing on wrapping paper. But anyway, I'm sure he has a solution. Exactly, Caroline. You know, veggies will be well fed. Uh, It is worth noting that if you are a fan of Jamie Oliver, he did come on the Radio Times podcast last year. Uh, It was a Christmas episode. So again, lots of great tips. Uh, You can listen to that episode by scrolling back through the Radio Times podcast feed. Now, Caroline, take me to something a little bit more musical. Oh, okay. So this is an audience with Kylie. Radio Times spoke to Kylie two months ago. Goodness me, how does she still do it? So charming, so youthful, so energetic. 
hasn't got an enemy in the music or media industry, which when you consider that her career is 35 years long now, still banging out the bangers and just finding new fans along the way. So ITV have grabbed her for one of those specials, an audience with dot, dot, dot. They did do it um, a few years ago, but she's um, obviously as fresh as ever and back for more. I think, um, are the celebrities' questions completely spontaneous? Mm. I'm not convinced. I think that they're going to be quite softball-y in the uh, sort of pantomime of intimacy of one celeb asking another a question. But she also sings along and what's not to like. So that's an audience with Kylie on Sunday evening on ITV. Now, that is also something I would definitely be tuning in for. Did you I know? I knew you would. Did you know, Caroline, that Kylie Minogue was my first ever concert? I did not know that. That's a Gosh. nice little nugget for you, isn't it? Yep. Big fan oh. since since day dot. How sweet! I know. Were you singing along to every word? Yes. Oh. It, it was uh, it was a magical moment at the O2. We'll never forget. I was a wee little girl, and I must have been Kelly tiny. Ann. Yeah, a little <laughs> Kelly and Kylie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. okay. What have you got? So, um, look, I think animal content always does well. So this is The Dog House at Christmas, Tuesday, Channel 4, 8pm. If you're looking for something wholesome, heartwarming, this is for you. It follows uh, Wood Green Pets Charity, who have noticed a significant increase, unfortunately, in the number of people who cannot afford to keep their dogs. So this Christmas, the staff are obviously trying to rehome the animals, find them a forever home. Obviously, the happy ever after tender, heartfelt, warming. But I have to say that despite, you know, the festive decorations, Christmas jumpers and and obviously these heartfelt stories, uh, there is a kind of sad undertone to the programme. And I think obviously that's partly because of the stories of the abandoned dogs. But I think also the poignant reasons that human beings want a dog in the first place. And, and obviously there's that feeling of connection and... Um, reliance I think a companionship that the canine kind of fills in some people's lives so come for some dog content stay for the heartwarming stories and perhaps leave with a with some questions in your heart about how these animals are treated gosh I went on a roller coaster yes thank you what a storyteller so that's the dog house at Christmas Tuesday 8pm channel 4 talking of storytelling I have something very special to report is that I went to the cinema I left the couch (laughs) briefly but magically to see Maestro the biopic of Leonard Bernstein starring Bradley Cooper and his prosthetic nose, much discussed in the press, and also Kerry Mulligan playing his wife. Both superb, both clearly Oscar-worthy, and it left me hungry for more to know about this amazing composer and all-round aesthete of the 20th century. And guess what? The BBC4 Oracle has heard my prayers because we have Leonard Bernstein night on Sunday night, BBC4 from 7pm, including a concert at the BBC, of course. When don't they have a concert in their archive of whoever you want, but also an interview with him and an omnibus profile. So anybody, and I do highly recommend going to see the film, whether you watch the documentary ahead of that as your homework, and you know I'm a big fan of the homework, or afterwards, um, do tune in. So there's plenty more where that 
that came from. Sunday night, BBC Four, then a Bernstein night. Now, Caroline, you've thrown a spanner in the works there because my film recommendation of the week was going to be, as is on the cover of Radio Times this week, Wonka, which is coming out in cinemas from the 8th of December, so Friday, today. Um, It's the origin story of Willy Wonka, but I haven't seen it. Obviously, it's got... You know, the franchise has an absolute legacy, but I have seen incredibly mixed reviews for it. So I think I'm now probably going to change tact and go and watch Maestro instead. I like your honesty. Yes, and I, and I also, listeners at home, let me know, would you rather go and see Maestro or Wonka? And if you do see them, write in and tell us what you think. So that's podcast at radiotimes.com. Um, or for those listening on Spotify, you can scroll down and answer in the Q&A at the bottom of the episode. If you don't want to leave the house at all, uh, just a reminder, as always, public service announcement, that... Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 is on ITV. I know it's become a lot of people's Christmas traditions to watch all of the films prior to Christmas. Um, It's on Saturday at 5.45pm. For big Harry Potter fans, it's worth noting that the lovely Daniel Radcliffe was on the Radio Times podcast. And you can find that by scrolling back through the Radio Times podcast feed. Caroline, take me to the archive. Okay, and then I'm going to tease. We have something very special to share I think. I think we dare to do that, don't we? But I'll tell you about the archive first. This is a big old cheat. This is just to tell you that, yes, The Crown, the final, the sixth series, part two, just like uh, Harry Potter, it's now got its own part two, is coming. But really, all the critics, myself included, are very much fans of the early years, of those beautiful vintage 1950s and 60s glamour shots the um the the wonderful performances of Claire Foy and Matt Smith all captured still available on Netflix and um do feast away I mean I'm going to just I think start watching The Crown from all over again I do think it's peerless telly so that's my tip for this week however something very special coming up I'm very excited about this because of course Radio Times is in its 100th year and this is the fabled I don't like to use the word iconic, but iconic (laughs) Christmas double issue. Kellyanne Taylor and myself will be sitting down to discuss all the highlights, the picks, the ones that you will be circling, hopefully, and looking forward to at Christmas. There's so many gems to choose from this year, but we will do our best to curate some sort of wish list for your good selves and ourselves as well. Well, on that good note, uh, and something to look forward to soon. That's all from us this week. Of course, do let us know what you're watching, podcast at radiotimes.com, and we will read it out uh, in our next recording. Until next week, happy happy viewing. viewing!